Hello and welcome. I'm Dr. Kenitra Bryant, and today's motivational aim targets could it be that God is bragging on you in the storm? You are currently listening to part 13 of the storm series. To catch up, go ahead and listen to parts 1 through 12. My aim with this series is to inform you with helpful insights pertaining to the storms I faced. And if I can come alongside someone and inspire them to keep sailing through their storms with Jesus, that is a blessing within itself. That is the primary target for this entire series. We've already addressed that storms are indeed difficult to go through. This includes physical storms and personal storms. We are also aware that when we go through storms, it's us individually, God, and the storm. The point I'm making is when we go through storms, God is with us making sure that his word does not return void. In the storm, God protects, provides, encourages, impacts, leads, guides, corrects, promotes, elevates, imparts, anoints, as well as grants us with many blessings and skills that benefit us and others in the long run. Storms don't feel good, and you've heard me say that several times in this series. They don't feel good, and we understand that. But it could be that God is bragging on you when you're going through the storms of life. When a person brags, they usually speak with pride, well, often too much pride about something that they've done or something they possess. When a person is speaking with pride about something, generally they're sharing how they are deeply satisfied or pleased about something or someone they're in close relationship with regarding their achievements and their accomplishments. Now, after hearing that definition or that definition that I put together with all these different sources to jam-pack my point, and you take a look back or look into the storms that you've gone through or that you're currently in, could it be, based off of that definition of bragging, could it be that God the Father and Jesus our divine sailor, they're bragging on you when you sail through the storms of life with them? I ask that to throw a seed in your mind about the reasons God might be bragging on you when you go through the windy storms of life. To brag about something, someone has to radiate confidence in what they're speaking so highly of. When a person is bragging, they don't care who they are talking to because whatever they're saying, they're confirming it with their confidence in the very thing that they are proud to share. A person could be lying and have a false sense of self if they believe what they're saying and they're proud about what they're saying, then the bragging is on. Bragging will take place. But as it relates to the context of this episode, I am referring to a person who is speaking in truth They are confident in what they're saying. They believe in their heart. What they're saying is true, no matter what people are trying to do to dissuade them otherwise. So let me ask this question again. 
Could it be that God the Father, the one who made the heavens and the earth, the one who creates each day, the one who created you, the one who has all power and authority in his hands, the one who can tell a storm to cease and the storm obeys, the one who designed you by his word, his promises, the one who embedded his DNA inside of you, his life-giving power is on the inside of you, the one who deliberately developed you to receive his word, ponder on his words, and activate his words in faith and things change, the one who knows your thoughts, the one who will fulfill every promise he's made concerning you, the one who knows your heart, your intentions and motives, the one who knows your character, the one who has a relationship with you, the one who hears you when you pray, the one who knows the number of tears you've cried throughout the duration of your life, the one who sees how you lay your burdens before him, the one who watches you cast your cares into his hands, the one who knows that you trust him, that one, that only one, that true one, that divine one, that holy one, that real one. Could it be that God the Father, knowing all that he knows about you and all that he knows about himself, God the Father who knows what he will do for you, could it be that God is bragging on you as you sail through the storms of life? God could be bragging on you because he knows what he put in you. He knows that he will deliver you. He knows that your attitude will be of trust and faith in him, no matter how hard the winds knock you down. God already knows that you won't stay down because his divine words resonate in your heart and mind at all times. God knows all of this. So when you go through the storm, he is able to brag on you because he sees what kind of child he's raised. God knows what you will do. God knows that you know who you are and whose you are. God knows this. So if someone or something is coming against you, thinking that you'll turn from God when you go through the tough storms of life, God can laugh at that because God knows that you are his child and you will excel on the other side of the storm with him. Psalm, the 37th chapter in the 7th verse states, But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he sees that his day is coming. God can laugh and brag on you when your enemies plot to pollute your life. God laughs. Because he can bring a storm that elevates the one targeted and God can eradicate any enemy in his child's life. When we all get to the point where we can confidently think about how God is assertively bragging on us because we are his children and he has equipped and anointed us with his power, this ought to make us walk boldly where we start bragging on God in every storm we face. In Jeremiah, the 29th chapter, in the 11th verse, it states, For I know the plans I have for you, 
declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. God has already discerned what he's going to do for us and with us in the storms, in the aftermath of the storms, and during the calm moments in life before the storm. God knows the end from the beginning, the beginning from the end. God can brag on who he is, and God can brag on who he created you to be in him. I want to go ahead and jump to Job, the first chapter. I encourage you to read the entire account of Job, the whole book, because there are a lot of insights in there that will help you see where God is when you're going through storms and how God could be bragging on you. I will dig deeper in this book in some upcoming episodes, but I'm going to provide some context on the first and second chapters. The story opens up with the God-honoring qualities of a man by the name of Job. The reader is made aware that Job feared God, he turned away from evil, and he walked in integrity. Job did not play around with wickedness or evil whatsoever, but we find out in this book how God allowed a storm to come into Job's life when he was following the good book, God's holy word on a daily basis. Job had an ongoing relationship with God. God blessed Job. He had 10 children. He was a wealthy man. He was the greatest man among all the people of the East. That's what God's word states. Job was a leader, a priest in his family. But as I said in a previous episode, when storms come into a person's life, storms don't discriminate. When a storm hits, it hits. And that's what happened to Job. One day the Lord was in a meeting with the angels and God allowed Satan to come in on that meeting. Satan lets the Lord know, you know, I've been walking back and forth throughout the earth, most likely seeking somebody to steal, kill, and destroy. But God brought up Job and bragged on Job to the ultimate adversary and enemy, Satan. God brags on Job's integrity. God brags on Job's relationship with him. God brags on how Job shuns evil, how he turns away from wickedness. God brags on how he keeps God first at all times. And then Satan interjects and says, well, I mean, Job is not doing all of that worshiping you, God, fearing you and keeping you first and praying to you for nothing. Job is getting something out of this deal. I mean, God, I mean, you giving Job money, you giving him wealth, protection, provision. You do too much for him as far as I'm concerned. He is only doing things to get stuff from you. If you really want to see, this is Satan talking. If you really want to see if this here Job, this man of God that you're bragging on, if you want to see if he is real, if he is really a man of integrity, if he really fears you, if he really is about this life of shunning wickedness and evil, stretch out your hand and strike everything he owns. And I'm telling you, he will surely curse you to your face. God brags on Job after that statement is made because he knows his child 
and God knows himself. And God says, okay, very well. Because God is confident of his power in Job's storm. And God is confident in Job's relationship with him. God knows that Job will watch his mouth and his actions in the storm. God knows that Job will later see what his storms are revealing. God knows that he will use this storm to promote Job and eradicate the pollution in Job's life. God knew and God allows a storm to come into Job's life all from an eternal conversation. So God does something interesting. He tells Satan, okay, I'm allowing you to kickstart the current and the waves that will begin to toss Job every which way. But I'm still in control of the storm. Don't lay your hand on Job. And that's a insight for us. God might allow some storms to come into our lives, but God has the power and authority on the intensity of the storm and how long the storm will last in our lives. Every storm has an expiration date. Every storm must obey God when God tells it to stop. Proverbs, the 21st chapter and the 30th verse states, Let us know that there is no wisdom, no insight, no plan that can succeed against the Lord. That scripture lets us know that God is in control of the wind, of the storms we face, the rain, the waves, the lightning and thunder. God is in control of it all. The storm must obey God's command. Scripture also lets us know in Job that Satan leaves God's presence and then Job is minding his own business and he has the understanding that all is well. His children are okay. They were at the eldest sibling's house eating and drinking and a messenger comes to Job's home as he's minding his business and this messenger comes and tells him, Brother Job, Man, while I was at work, an enemy of yours came out of nowhere and took your equipment and your merchandise and killed your workers. And I escaped to tell you. Now, as that messenger was telling him that news, another messenger shows up. And this messenger says, excuse me, Brother Job. All of a sudden, some fire just fell from heaven. It burned up and destroyed all of your merchandise, your products, your investments, and your securities. I saw this, and I'm the only one who escaped to tell you. As both of these messengers are talking to Job, another messenger comes. And he says, um, Brother Job, yes, some enemies came through, took some more of your property, and they killed the workers who worked in that department, and I escaped to tell you. Then another messenger comes up, while three other messengers are talking to Job. And that fourth messenger states, "Uh, Job, brother Job, your sons and your daughters were eating and drinking at your oldest son's house. Suddenly, a powerful wind swept in from the desert. Something just outrageous, something I've never seen. And it struck your son's house. And the house collapsed on your children. And all of the young people died. I escaped to tell you. 
when Job heard and realized that he was going through a storm within several storms, he tore his robe, shaved his head, and fell to the ground and worshipped God. He didn't sin, or did he blame God for anything. And that's powerful. Job was praising God while he was going through a storm within a storm within a storm. Job wasn't oblivious to what was taking place, but Job got into position to sail through the storm with the divine Savior, and Job made sure to check his actions, his motives, and his mouth, understanding, or with the understanding, that it's the storm, it's him, and it's God. That's it. Since God is all-powerful and can tell this storm to cease, Job probably was like, let me go ahead and praise him for his power. Although I'm going or I'm suffering through intense distress and pain. See, God knew Job would worship him and praise him because God knew what he put on the inside of Job. That is why God could brag on Job during a tough storm. But the enemy, Satan, he wasn't pleased. He saw Job over there praising God and worshiping God. He saw that, okay, this man might have integrity. This man just might be a man after God's own heart. This man just might be real. He's not going around making it look like everything's picture perfect, saying God is good all of the time. And all of the time, God is good. Now, that's a true statement. That's a true statement. But Job wasn't saying it as a filler word. Just something to say when you get around people who you think are church folk. Let me say this. He really meant that. He really meant that God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. And Satan knew that. Satan saw, oh, this boy seemed like he really is trying to live a God-honoring life. So Satan returns to the heavenly meeting again after those events transpired, and God started bragging on Job again. In a sense, God let Satan know, Satan, look what you tried to do to my boy to break him. That's my son. I know my child, and I know what I put in that child. I know how that child of mine will respond in any given situation because of our relationship and who he is. That's my child, and that child trusts me. And you can try to shoot your shot in Job's life in an attempt to make him doubt me, but Satan, I'm here to let you know that child right there, that's my child. And you see all that you did where you tried to incite me against him to destroy him for no good reason? You see my child over there? My child that you struck with many blows, but he keeps getting back up time and time again? He is still maintaining his integrity. And I can brag on this child. So Satan says, okay, skin for skin then. A man will give up everything he owns in exchange for his life, but stretch out your hand and strike his flesh and bones, and he will surely curse you to your face. God brags on Job some more and puts parameters on the storm's intensity level, and Satan leaves. And then Job is infected with boils all over his body from the soles of his feet to the top of his head. So you already know he's sick. He's not feeling good. And we know 
that didn't look good or smell good. That's just from the outside. Us looking on the outside or getting an understanding from the outside. But you can only imagine what he was going through if you've never experienced something like this. And once again, Job was going through another storm within several storms. But in everything that Job went through, Job did not sin in anything he said. God knew this, and that is why God was able to brag on Job. So let me go ahead and ask this question again. Could it be that God is bragging on you when you're going through the storms of life? And if you are going through a storm, I know, I already know it's tough. I know it's hard. I know it's difficult. And I'm not here to put a standard on someone's storm thinking, well, that's nothing. That's that's not a big deal. Somebody's storm, depending on their age, their storm could be that they left their stuffed animal in the basket at the grocery store. Their parents called the grocery store to see if they found a stuffed animal. The grocery advisor let the parent know or the guardian know Yes, we we have a stuffed animal here in Lost and Found. Is it this stuffed animal? And they start naming the characteristics. And the parent says, yes, that's it. Tells the child, yeah, the store has it. That child could be going through a storm because they left the stuffed animal in the basket. They got in trouble because the parent told them to leave toys at home. And if you bring toys from the house, don't take them outside of the car. Because I don't need people thinking I stole something. The child did all that, got in trouble for that. Now, the child can't even sleep at night because they're thinking about what's going on with their toy. What's going on with their stuffed animal? Oh, my goodness. I mean, I have to wait till tomorrow to go get the stuffed animal because my mama said or my daddy said or my parents said or my guardian said that they're not going to the store tonight. They'll do that after work. So the child is just going through anxiety, don't know what to do, don't know what to think. Because they, they don't want anything to happen to their stuffed animal. They don't want anybody to take their stuffed animal. So they are on edge. They're snapping. They don't know what to do. They can't even sleep because they're thinking about their stuffed animal. That's a storm. Or we can jump to a storm where people are going through relational storms, abusive storms, storms relating to their family dysfunction, a health-related storm where you went to the doctor for one thing or you get admitted to the hospital once you get there, and then when you're at the hospital, it looks like you're making strides, you go home, and then things happen where you're trying to figure out, Lord, am I going to recover from this? Because it seems like I have all these setbacks. Or it could be a career storm. It's not for us to look at somebody's storm and say, that ain't nothing. And that's why when we go through storms, it's us individually. It's God and it's that storm. People are not going to get the revelation that God has given you 
unless God gives it to them and explains it to them, and they receive it. But is God bragging on you when you go through the storms of life? Can God brag on your confidence in him? Can God brag on your trust in him? Can God brag on your belief in who he is and what he can do for you? Can God brag on your hope in him? Can God brag on your intentional aims to live and do the right thing? Can God brag on you watching your mouth and your actions in the storm? Can God brag on your awareness of his power, his hands, and his word in the storms that you face? Is God bragging on you? Even in the storms of life that you find yourself in, are you bragging on God? And that's something to think about when you're going through these storms. Are you bragging on God? Are you? Are you bragging to your enemies what God can do? Are you bragging to your doubts on how God never let you down? Are you bragging on God? When negative thoughts come in your mind, saying that you can't do something, are you bragging on God? And that's something to think about. God is over here bragging on you, but are you bragging on him? And this is not to beat anybody down. It's just a reflective insight that I've learned of God can brag on me, but am I bragging on God when these mountains show up in my life? Covered in the storm? Am I bragging on God? Well, if I'm not, I should. I need to make it a daily effort to do so. So right now, Lord, I'm bragging on you. Thank you for everything that you're doing in my life. You've brought me a very long way regarding the storms within storms within storms that I am currently facing. You are bigger than every storm that I face. You're bigger than every enemy. You're bigger than every bit of information that's been disheartening. You're powerful. You are faithful. You are trustworthy. You're a protector. You never let me down. You never let my family down. You never let my relatives down. You never let my loved ones down. You are dynamic in everything you do. And God, thank you for selling with me through the storms of life. Thank you, God, for bragging on me as I continuously brag on you, knowing that you will bring me out on top where I am elevated and promoted. If you are not bragging on God, you should aim to make it a daily point in prayer to brag on him. Or if you're in conversation, take some time to brag on who God is. Brag on how God showed you favor. Brag on how God brought you through. Brag on how God woke you up this morning. Brag on how God has protected your family and spared you. Brag on them. And if you haven't done this before, I understand nothing happens overnight. But it seems like the storms we go through... Those storms build up our strength and our stamina for the upcoming challenges ahead where we are well equipped to serve as examples to others 
And the scripture I would like to leave you with is Job, the first chapter in the eighth verse that states, Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? No one else on earth is like him, a man of perfect integrity who fears God and turns away from evil. I selected this scripture to bring out the point that God could be bragging on you. So let's go back to that scripture. And let's switch it up. We're not switching up the meaning. But we're going to do something. Let's say we're not reading the book of Job. Let's say we're reading the book of Kenitra. The first chapter, the eighth verse in the States. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Kenitra? No one else on earth is like her. A woman of perfect integrity who fears God and turns away from evil. That's not Kenitra bragging on Kenitra. That's God bragging on Kenitra. Now let's go back. Let's say we're reading your name. First chapter, eighth verse. And it states, Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant, insert your name, no one else on earth is like, insert him or her, concerning who you are, a woman or man of perfect integrity who fears God and turns away from evil. God is bragging on you in that verse. You're not bragging on yourself. God is bragging on you. That is why I selected that scripture to bring out the point that God could be bragging on you before you even enter a storm. God was bragging on Job before he even entered a storm. And from your vantage point, you see trouble. But from God's vantage point, he sees triumph. And although the storms show up, God could be bragging on your God-honoring qualities. God could be bragging on your relationship with him. God could be bragging on your intentional aims that hit the target of living in integrity. God could be bragging on you for not compromising your God-honoring form. God knows when you're about to enter a storm and he's already created the salvation plan for you when you go in and when you're coming out. But are you aiming to live a life pleasing to God? And I'm not saying that you have to be perfect because we aren't perfect. Jesus Christ is perfect. We aren't good. The only one that's good is Jesus Christ. But the aim is to have a heart drawn to seeking God and trying to be an imitator of Jesus Christ in every area and aspect of our life. Are you bragging on God the same way God is bragging on you before, during, and after the storms you face? If not, it might be time to evaluate what and who you are putting your trust in. Remain encouraged as you sail through the storm with the divine Savior and Navigator. Thanks for tuning in. Visit drkenitrobryant.com where you can sign up to receive your Aim Towards the Target weekly encouragement on the website. 
You can select from a variety of Bible plans you can complete individually or in a group setting. I also have inspiring apparel available. You can check out my Bible plans on the YouVersion Bible app. And feel free to connect with me on Instagram at Aim Towards the Target. May God continue to protect, bless, strengthen, and cover you and all who belongs to you as you keep him first and aim towards your God-honoring targeted goals, whether you are in a storm or not. Don't forget his promise that those that love him, he is working all things together for their good. Okay? Peace and God bless.